Hello and welcome to episode 96 of the FPL Hangover podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone all things FPL related. You are welcome to join us in our Christmas special edition of the FBL Hangover podcast, we've got the decorations out. It's snowing. That is snow. That's not a class A narcotic. And uh, yeah, we've got the the Christmas jumpers on, and we're all ready to go. But before I can continue with the show, you know him for running his mouth. But this week he was running his legs, and uh, yeah, he's our very own marathon man, my podcast partner in crime, Seamus. How are you getting on, my friend? I'm doing good. Legs are a bit cramped and sore, but uh, I think that's just kind of like how my season is going in FPL. So it's a perfect analogy, I think. No, no, you finished the marathon. There's a good chance you won't actually finish this season. <laughs> I might finish this episode. <laughs> I may walk off. This could be uh, the end of FPL drunk. No, I won't. I'm not that. I actually got a green arrow this week, so it's not. Too, it's not. It could be worse. I'm just back to where I was like three weeks ago because of my. Failed attempts at trying to make moves and overthink, you know. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the nitty gritty of the game weeks, I am gonna, I'm gonna give you a bit more credit than that. I suppose, like you did do your first. That was a thing for you, a personal best. Twenty twenty, be damned. I'm running forty two k. Yeah, twenty six miles and a bit miles. Forty two point two kilometers it was a personal goal i set at the start of the year i've been run for the last few years but always like 5ks 10ks and last year i started doing a couple of half marathons up in my training and i was like oh yeah sure i'm doing half marathons let's get a marathon in here i've marathon in my legs for now yeah yeah well (laughs) i don't have a marathon in my legs now for i definitely couldn't run a marathon today but yeah i was up in the training and then everything got cancelled this year i was meant to do it in may then it was rescheduled to October, and then everything got cancelled again. So I just said, look, I'm going to do before the end of the year. So I started training again. And it was, oh my God, it was hard, man. Um, it was a big difference from doing 20, 21K to doing 30K. And then I was doing the training for 30, 33, 35, 36K. I was like, right, push out the last 6K there. But man, I was... Like, I basically had just determination got me over the last 10K. Determination and, and a bunch of screaming fans. I saw the videos. <laughs> I, I literally had to ring my wife, go through it. I was like, I'm fucked. <laughs> I'm so fucked. It's like, just shout motivational things at me. Tell me you're proud of me. <laughs> like, invoke the spirit of our unborn child. It's like, tell her, tell me she wants me to finish this. It's like, she wants you to finish this. Like, yes, that's what I need to hear. I was just... uh yeah, oh, just asking. That's, like, that's just too much. Kept saying, that's too much. Repeating the mantra, don't quit, keep going, don't quit. Um, yeah, I had to walk a couple of stages of it, but I got a, I got a pretty good time. I got a four, under four hours. Like It was going well until my legs just seized up, my knees and my ankles and stuff like that, but it was not fun. And neither was, fun. was... Sorry to harshly cut in, but <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm terrified that everyone's just went, I thought this was an FPL podcast. But uh, yeah, cramping up and not fun. You weren't having a lot of fun on Saturday morning either, Seamus, uh, after the 59th minute of that Liverpool match. No, um, I was having a lot of fun up until about 50 minutes. And then the commentary in the Liverpool game was mentioning that Mo Salah was warming up. It's like, well, it's a bit early for him to be warming up. And then it was obvious that 
Mane was a person about to be hooked and I was like hang on this is way too early for Mane to get like Mane at least needs to get 60 minutes here he was already on a goal and an assist it's 4-0 he was on for like a couple of bonus well I knew Robertson had an assist so I was like fuck Robertson if he goes off before 60 minutes Robertson will get two, two bonus points here and yeah Salah came on Mane went off 55 minutes that was just too much time for Salah to like not do anything so assist pretty quickly then two goals and, and just yeah to paint i don't a picture it. for anyone who wasn't like, familiar like yeah you 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 were one of those uh those sheep those sheep silly sheep that got rid of salah with a little bit of covid a little bit of covid and you get rid of salah and uh yeah you decided to Last was it last week or something? You you were fully sure after the rest or the ninety minutes in the Champions League, you're like, no, I'm gonna be a smart boy and I'm gonna fucking take in Sadio Mane, and uh, not once but twice this season that has bit you in the bum in the dairy air. Yeah. Uh, so that would have been three. He had three game weeks come up in like in quick succession. So in in the last ten days, I was like, there's no way he's going to play. Four games in, I think it was like 11, 10, 11 days. So I was like, he's not going to start. He's definitely going to be benched in either the Crystal Palace game or this, um, what was the other game? The Fulham game. I said, those are the two games I'm going to want to captain him. Uh, the Fulham game, especially this game against Palace, I'd always kind of earmarked Bruno as my captain and did captain him. And yes, he got what? What did he get? 17 points mm-hmm. or something? 17. Yeah. So that was a good result. But I wasn't going to captain Salah anyway, apart from that Fulham game. And I said, that's too much of a risk to bring him in if I think he's going to count. So I took the risk. I said I'd play a bit, whatever. Now, he got a dodgy penalty. It was a penalty, but it was soft, you know, and it was... Uh, and like I predicted, he didn't start against Crystal Palace. But you just can't predict when a team is going to totally give away seven goals. No, you just can't. No, no, you can't. Um, but you could bet your bottom dollar... That when Salah was coming on for those thirty-five minutes, that every everyone knew. Anyone that was delighted to have seen him rested, or uh, you know, happy that they, I don't know, yeah, basically that uh, that you know, because a lot of people in your shoes, you know, got rid of Salah, have been kind of trying to get back onto him, but they've had a couple of tough matches, so it's it was easy to say. Oh no, you know, uh, I can wait a week, I can wait a week, I'll wait till that double, or I'll wait till the, the game week 16. And uh, yeah, no, Salah didn't didn't wait, uh, you know, much time before punishing those. But it wasn't even, I'd say, the biggest downfall of your game week. Even though, again, you did get a green arrow. This isn't exactly like your, you know, the game week was absolute hell. No, 60, what, 75 points or... Is that 60? 76. 76. 76 points. With the auto sub coming in. I have Justin coming in for Lamptey. Um, yeah, I'll break down my team. 76 is good, but no, you're going to you're gonna tell me. You you can do the intro here. You're going to tell me where I went wrong this week. I don't week think I point. need to tell you, Seamus. I think you know exactly where you went wrong this week. And uh, I don't know how long, like, I don't know what time of the game week you, just, you knew, oh, that was a mistake. Were you clinging on until the Vardy match like the whole time or was it like one of those shit I should have just not done that should I uh, so basically yeah. sorry, to set the scene your transfer this week was Adams in for Jamie Vardy which was uh, you know Vardy got what did he get a goal and assist was it a goal and assist yeah 12 yeah. points goal and assist and you got the bones as well the three bones so did he get three yeah. bones or two you got 12 points anyway yeah 
and yeah, I brought in Shea Adams for two points, and it was a move I didn't have to make. I didn't have two free transfers. I was going to burn one, and pretty much like the following day after I made the transfer, I was like, I probably could have just rolled this. My logic at the time was sick of having Leicester. I was on triple Leicester for quite a while. Justin, who's been doing quite well, especially for his price. Harvey Barnes has done nothing really for me the whole time I had him. He got a goal here and whatever. But I was just eager to get rid of him out of my, my team, and I did. I've had Jamie Vardy, who's been doing like really well for me, even though I've, I don't know if I've captained him. I may have captained him. I captained him once he got an assist. But I was like, you know what? There's too much money involved and tied up in him. I want to get rid of him, downgrade him, ultimately to some six million players. I liked Shea Adams, so I was going to get him in anyway. But this is a move I could have made next week for game week 15. And yeah, I just was like, oh, I'm going to get rid of him now. Spurs are going to keep him tight. I don't like Leicester this season. I just don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what they're about. Jamie Vardy's a bit lucky. A lot of his goals are from... He's always a stat buster. He doesn't get involved too much. And I actually didn't see the game, so... <laughs> I don't know, like... But I got a fucking shit it. on it him anyway. <laughs> it, was, it, was, uh, it was a penalty and an OG yeah. assist he got, right? And he had another goal ruled out for offside. Was that him? Uh, Justin, Justin got, an, got assist. an assist. and that was a very goal, yeah. I yeah, so. so, I mean, like, he could have, like... I could have been serious depression there at this stage. But look, I realize... You we you messaged me and were like, I'm surprised you got rid of him. And I was like, yeah, I did think of this yesterday. Afterward, I was like, I probably could have held on to him. I just kind of fancied Southampton to get something against Man City. I thought... And that was a, t- a close game. It was t- KDB, I suppose, was the big, uh, the big kind of worry going into that one. A lot of people would have fancied the stick in the armband and armband on him, and he came out with five points. Uh, it was a typical kind of typical of late for Man City in regards to really tight, uh, kind of slow tempo game. Southampton, you know, are no team to be sniff- sniffed at either. So I get it. But yeah, not a massive return from De Bruyne, but, you know, decent return all around for the City centre-backs. Diaz grabbing the three baps. I think he came out with nine. Cancelo came out with eight. So anyone that's been waiting for that City clean sheet for a few weeks uh, would have been pretty, pretty happy, I suppose. But yeah, Adams didn't do much. So... But, I mean, you were not wrong in the sense that, like, I think Southampton do look, uh, you know, a, a good squad. We've been saying that for a good few game weeks at this stage. And, yeah, they didn't, uh, they weren't afraid of City. Do you know what I mean? They weren't, uh, they didn't look like no. a different, uh, like West Brom, backs to the wall, kind of felt like they got lucky to get out of that with, with the point. Whereas Southampton is like, no, I felt like, they, you know, they were giving City pretty much as good as they were getting. Yeah, and Whitting's getting kind of seemed to pull his hamstring or yeah. tweak his hamstring, at least in that game. Kind of secures and kind of secures Adam's place in the team anyway, which I thought was pretty secure anyway. Oh, it is. Purely because if anyone's going to get rested over Christmas with, you know, injury doubts, it's going to be Ings. So I was like, there's going to be games where Ings is, the games are going to come too quick in, in too quick succession that Adams will play up front with Walcott or something like that. Or, you know, Adams will be up there with. What's the other guy's name on the left? Janetta. Uh, Redmond. Oh, Redmond. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so long since he was relevant that uh, I'm forgetting his name. But yeah, I was like, you know, Adams is kind of a good. I want to have two or three cheapy forwards. You know, I'd love Antonio in there if he could actually prove some sort of fitness, yeah. especially coming up to the double game week. But um, no, uh, I'll just run through my team quickly just for those because I've had uh, actually only like four returners in my team, but one of them was my captain. So. That was Fernandez. 
which was great to see. United that United Leeds game was fantastic to watch. Mane got nine points, so I'm not really disappointed with Mane this week for once. I've had him four weeks this season. Twice I've captained him, twice he's got two. The other time I didn't captain him, he got two, and now he's finally got me some points. Greenish with ten, which is nice because I know you don't have him. Yeah. And um yeah, De Bruyne with five. Other than that, the Chelsea game tonight was quite disappointing because I had two Chelsea defenders. <laughs> who kept James a clean sheet? Out, they, they, they beat... Who kept a clean yeah. sheet? I told you to keep a clean sheet. Chilwell went off after, what, eight minutes? Um, James was apparently told he had a knock with Sony Emerge on Saturday. Didn't know about this. Um, actually, I'd already made my Game Week 15 transfer at that point by the time I found out about it. So now I'm going to... If Chilwell and James are out... I already have Lamptey, who's a doubt, yeah. and I have a non-playing fourth, uh, fifth defender in Dunn. So I may only have one defender next week, so I may have you, to take you a may need to. You might be scraping across that game week 16 uh, deadline and wildcarding you know, pretty early into the second half of the season if 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 your luck with this injury shit continues. All you need now is uh, an, 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 an Alex McCarthy uh, groin, uh, groin strain. I was... But I was good with injuries until this week. Uh, this just all hit me at once. And now I'm like, oh, crap. I can't really carry this. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm like, I could take a hit, but um, yeah, I'll see. Uh, the players I want to get in, you've gotten in in the last couple of weeks. So it's kind of like, it feels like, oh, I don't really want to do that because then it feels like I'm copying your team. And how am I going to gain ground? You can you copy my team all you want. I'm 80 points ahead of you. Uh, <laughs> you're, hey, that's what I mean. You're ready points. I don't want to cut it's a, your team. I want to catch it's you. It's a perfect segue in, Seamus. It's a perfect segue in. We've spent 15 minutes talking about you. I think I get to brag a little bit. Another green arrow for me this week. Um, the train, the fucking freight train keeps rolling. Um, so I'm on 87 points overall. Uh, it says 82 there, but I have also transferred out... Kilman to Taylor this week, and Taylor's coming off my bench with a lovely assist and a five-point return um, for Lamptey, so that'll put me up to 87. I think that brings my overall rank to about 120. Uh, so, yeah, pretty much, you know, two 12s up to 120 again. It's 1.1 million ahead of me. That's what, Yeah, well, I mean, look. And, like, I think it was either five or it was six game weeks ago. There was six points between us. Yeah, it w- and yeah, you're paying five or six game weeks I- ago. But as we said a while ago, probably a month, uh, only a month in real time. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's just been bloop, gone. I didn't fucking yeah. silent my phone again. That's two weeks. It's because I don't. That was a well. That was a well timed bloop, Jer. Yeah, it was. It's because I don't use my uh, my t- my timer anymore. Now that I have this OBS thing, it shows me the time in front of me, so I don't need to actually look at my phone before. You know, we start recording. But yeah, overall... You're up to 80 points. So you're doing quite well. Yeah. You're doing very well. Like, you're you're up to where you want to be. I mean, if I could hit... Well, like, I was kind of saying, if I could hit half a million by Christmas, I'd be happy. But, like, Christmas is this week, and I'm still outside the one million mark, because I've made zero progress in the last four weeks now. Yeah. I've actually made a slight bit of disimprovement by trying to go for Manny over Salah and shit like that and it's just uh yeah i should have just made it was, that's why i made my move early this week i just went mané out salah in and like i could have just played and doubled down on mané again this week against west brom and look he'll probably score a fucking hat trick because i've sold him and if he does congratulations to the guy but <laughs> i'm just going back to playing abc fpl i just need to start kind of getting there i want to not spend and waste transfers on salah anymore this season getting him in 
and he's sitting there. Oh, he's to- he's totally going to get COVID this- round two. <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just going to do the same with uh, the likes of Bruno. He, he ain't going anywhere. Kevin De Bruyne is a different a different prospect. Though. Different kettle of fish, but we'll put a pin in it for a little bit because uh, I think we're going to have to talk about that uh, in the context of the big massive talking point that is... Um, this week in FPL, I mean, it's all, it's all anyone seems to be kind of concerned about. They're looking straight past game week 15, game week 16, and they're going to the game week 18 blank and the double game week 19 fixtures, which, you know, it was a big... Was it this week that they were announced? I suppose, again, thinking of game weeks uh, is messing up my reality, you know, my, my perception of real time. So, like, I think it was this week <laughs> that... It was definitely in the last week. Yeah. Now, how, was it this game week? I'm not who sure. Who gives a fuck? But it was definitely but, last week. Yeah, Krellen, the almighty Ben Krellen, uh, for those who aren't familiar with him. And I think we have, I'm actually happy, but I think we have quite a percentage of listeners who aren't, you know, Twitter heads or any of that shit. Um, we're like their, yeah. their gateway into that nonsense. And we're, we're eating all of the the bile for them but um, for anyone who isn't onto that uh, I would recommend just checking out this chap's timeline because you don't even need to actually be a member of Twitter to find someone you know I think on most accounts you can just find that shit on Google but this lad uh, yeah he's he's fucking A1 for fixture lists and all this kind of shit and uh, yeah he dropped a big um, a big bombshell and uh, basically confirmed uh, well I suppose you know it's not his yeah. who's confirming it, but he does all the background work in um, gathering all the data, and he kind of knows beforehand like which gaps in the season in the schedule games are probably going to go to, and how that's going to have a knock-on effect, and so on and so forth with FA Cup games and all exactly. that. He's a big, you know, fixture planner, and he's that's 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 his yeah. game. And he dropped this bombshell about whatever a couple of days ago, and that's not the only one. Seamus, you said he dropped one just before we started recording. Um, yeah, another one. Yeah, about four o'clock today, it was announced um, by whoever's in charge of the Carabao Cup or the EFL Cup, whatever it's called now, that the EFL Cup final has been moved from its slot where it would have been in game week 28 or 26, excuse me. It's now been moved to game week 33. Okay, so it's taking place on Sunday, April 25th at 4 p.m., uh, which means game week 26 is likely to be a bigger double game week than was expected it was going to be probably a double game week for a few teams anyway most likely to be uh, the game week one teams um that would be man city man united aston villa and burnley none of those teams had a game week one fixture so there's a ch- good chance it was going to fall into that midweek game slot um now it's probably going to be a bigger double game week uh for other teams that might have uh Fixtures to postpone. Um, and game week 33 would probably be a small blank game week. There'd be two blank fixtures in there. So this is big news in the community. And anyone who was planning on making a transfer strategy for game week 18 and 19 based on, you know, if they had their wildcard, for example, that needs to be used up before game week 16 mm-hmm. and just using their chips. This is, yeah. This is another factor. This is a massive factor. And you mentioned using your wildcard there. And we had a question from FPL Ferry this week at FPL Ferry. He asks, what would your ideal game week 16 wildcard squad be in order to maximize the upcoming run? And uh, we had a, you had a look at this while, while we were setting up the. Uh, the, the usual shit and um, you kind of were looking at a wildcard team Seamus uh, share your thoughts with us 
Yeah, I've done a bit a team here. Now I've done it based on my own team, and my own team value is what did I say it was one or two point six million. Yeah, is my current team value. Um, so yeah, this has to be cannot be used by everyone. Obviously, depending on your team value, you may have more, you may have less. And this was also before the announcement by Ben Krellen. So you could change strategy, but I'm thinking if you've still got a wild card left, you've held on to it so you can attack the double game week nineteen fixtures. Okay. Don't um, tell me why that I'm means... my wild card. Yeah. <laughs> Which you Which haven't. Happens. But for uh, yeah, for the Joe regular listening out there, you got your wild card. I mean, you want to, you probably want to attack those. So I think the best way to attack them is to try and get as many double game week players as possible and bench boost in that week. If you do that, you're fucked in game week 18. That's going to require using your free hit chip. And I don't have a. Uh, a wild card to use, but I am going to build towards getting as many double game week players in that game week and either possibly bench boosting if I can get it. But if I can't get there without hits, I may not bench boost. But that's that's, that's what the doing. same for the both of us. Like both of us have yeah. spunked our wild cards. Um, I think yours was probably a bit more successful for you. I don't really remember it, but I know as time has gone on, I feel like I definitely wasted mine. So um, uh, no, the measure of the wild card is where you got like you had two reds and then after my fucking wild card, you know. <laughs> yeah, but you can't base it on on one or two game weeks. If you base it over five, yours was much more of a success than mine. Now, I did get quite a few greens after mine and moved position. But, uh, yeah, my recent progress has been halted. But that's not because of my wildcard. So, you had a good wildcard. So, don't don't knock yourself. I I appreciate the confidence. either way, I know I'm free-hitting in game week 18. Because there's no way to attack game week 19 without sacrificing players for game week 18. So, So if you're in FPL Fairy shoes and he's wildcarding in game week 16... Uh, I suppose like we kind of we tipped on this before. This, yeah. I'm just saying this is all to say I'm making assumptions. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I think I'm that's making... like we have to we have to be general in this, as you said. Everything is a caveat of you know it depends on your team, what chips you use, all this stuff. But like for the likes of Fairy, and there will be a few listeners out there that do, as you said, have the the wild card still. You know, probably the ones that have had a fucking smashing start of the season uh, and need to use it up. And you know, with the game week blank and the double right afterwards it's kind of perfect because i don't remember uh a double so soon after christmas at least not recently seamus i'm like maybe i'm wrong there and oh. i've killed off i can't i i can't think of any a lot of people thought it might happen well we we knew actually earlier on in the season that game week 19 and 18 were going to be split across two game weeks there was talk of that anyway so people that's why people were actually looking to hold on to it now some people might hold on to it because their team's just doing hunky-dory and they don't want to do it but uh yeah fairy hasn't specified in his question his chip strategy so i'm just putting the caveat in there that i'm making some assumptions and the assumption is he's going to free hit in game week 80 yeah. okay so we attack game week 19 with that in mind uh i actually haven't sent this on to you have i uh, i'll call out the team i've done up Okay, if I'm going to bench boost, you want two playing goalkeepers. Okay, you want a full 15 playing squad, so you can't carry any non-playing 4.0 teams. Um, the players I've gone for so far in goals, McCarthy and Johnston. Okay, I would have liked to have Pope in there, but I couldn't stretch the budget that much. So McCarthy and Johnston for Southampton. Um, I'll go through the team first, uh, and then come back to why. Uh, defense, Dallas, Robertson, Taylor. Kufal. Then I had either James, who's got a double game week, or if he's not injured, um, or Dyer, even though he only has a single game week um, 19 fixture. 
I had Son in there. Again, only a single game with 19 fixture. Uh, Salah, Rashford, Fernandez, Suchek. And then chief forward line of Bamford, Wood and Adams. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, I mean, I think the teams to be looking at, you know, you've, you've got a few players from them there. Like, I think in your back line, you've Soufal, Suchek. So West Ham is obviously sticking in your mind. You're looking at Burnley, West Brom, home matches. I think most people, that for me, that's the obvious uh, kind of, oh, look, there, there yeah. can be some serious points in this for West Ham. Now, maybe the defeat to Chelsea today might knock them for six, but they've still got a couple of game weeks, and I have no reason to to believe that they won't pick up points at Brighton in game week 15. Uh, and Yeah, what I, he's talking about wildcarding yeah. in game week 16. Yeah, so Southampton and Everton. Yeah, Southampton away isn't the greatest, but West Ham have been playing well. Southampton are good defensively at home. The Everton away isn't too bad a game. You know, so I uh, I like those. I I would even stretch to if Antonio was fit, I'd be looking at him. Maybe but see my um, issue with Antonio, and you're not wrong. Obviously, he's the one people will be looking at. But even if he starts coming back in the next few game weeks, are you going to want him? Do you expect him to play uh, both the fixtures in the double game week, knowing his uh, his you know propensity for picking up a knock? I wouldn't be confident with Antonio playing both of them, and in that case, I probably wouldn't go for it. I think he'd start both of them, but so? I'd be worried he would pick up an injury. I don't think they go. I don't think they really manage him. I think that's why he keeps getting injured. I don't think they go. Oh, we should manage him. I think they bring him back. He gets injured. So. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's that's to the side. That's to the side. Uh, but you'll see there. I also have went for uh, double uh, Burnley. Burnley, I think, have great fixtures. I mean, in sixteen they've got Sheffield United at home, and then they've got seventeen Fulham. Yeah. And then they've got a double game. Okay, double game isn't great. One of them is away to Liverpool and it's away to West Ham. But, but it's a double. Yeah, and it's the price of Burnley assets. I mean, I didn't recall what Burnley yeah. player, but I assume it's Taylor. Taylor and Wood. So there you go. You're spending less yeah. than £10 million and you're getting Sheffield, Fulham, West Ham and Liverpool uh, in a double. I, I think that's fine. For the money that you're putting out there, Dirk, that's a good shout. I'd nearly double down and go for double Burnley defence, if I'm honest. Um, if you could get Pope, it would be worth it. Um, I went for Johnston over Pope as a second keeper. Yeah. Because in 16, they're playing Leeds at home. So you can expect lots of shots, at least. Bamford isn't very clinical. But you know, if he gets them on target, they could be save points. Arsenal aren't scoring in 17. And then they've got away games against Wolves and West Ham in game week 19. And I'm just wondering, will Big Sam have some sort of effect on them? that they'll tighten up defensively might be worth a punt for 4.5 um mccarty and adams are two southampton players i've in there their fixtures in 16 west ham at home can bench for game week 17 because you've got a second playing keeper and you've got leicester away leads away in 19 as well um and then robertson liverpool that kind of says kind of yeah you know newcastle away in game week 16 that's a clean sheet uh united at home in game week 19 tough but you know, Liverpool are just, you know, generally much better than United the last couple of seasons. So that could be a clean sheet. Burnley at home. Burnley is scoring a lot. So, yeah. So you'd have to have Mo Salah as well if you're having Robertson. So those are your two kind of premiums. Got to have Bruno Fernandes. Okay, 16. He's playing Wolves at home. 17. Aston Villa at home. Then 19. Yeah, Liverpool's a tough one, like I said. But he's on penalties. And then Fulham away. 19. He also then has Sheffield United, Arsenal, Southampton, and Everton after that. The fixtures after 19 are amazing. So, yeah, I've gone for Rashford it's alongside him instead of going for a Leicester player like Vardy. 
Vardy's a small bit more. I think if you went for Vardy over someone like Wood, then you're going to have to downgrade your midfield stat to someone who's only about five million. And you're stuck with someone like Luckman, yeah. who isn't a bad shout. Uh, yeah, Bamford up front as well, Leeds. And I went for Dallas in defence because in 16, they're playing West Brom away. And then, yeah, 17, you know, you could bench someone like Dallas, like I there in game week 17 against Spurs. 19, Brighton at home, Southampton at home. Two killer fixtures. So, yeah, you could even put Mesley there if you wanted to double up in defence. Yeah, he's the best goalkeeper in the Premier League, so why wouldn't you put Mesley in there? Yeah. Um, so, and I, yeah, I said Suchek. Yeah, and uh, as I said, then James or Dyer or something like that. Son, just because, you know, you probably just want Son anyway, because... Yeah. He's in class. I think uh, he's in, and anyone with the wild card left are in a kind of privileged position at this stage of the season. Because like I've always been of uh, the belief that you know the longer you leave it in the first half of the season, with fixed like the closer it gets to Christmas and with rotation and and fixture congestion, it becomes a little less potent. Um, so that to have the double game week at this stage really makes that you know that wild card really kind of like a, 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 an option to attack like literally kind of going I'm doubling down for the game week 19 and bench boosting because I know I'm not I'm probably got, not going to bench boost because I'm not wild card and I don't really want to to uh, twist my team all the way towards it with transfers like with like a slowly slowly catchy monkey thing but I know if I had the wild card at this then you know Attacking that double game week is, is maximizing its effect, and that's some good work, Seamus. That's yeah. some. I uh, I'm kind of starting to agree. With you. I don't know if I can actually bench boost because I've got Dunn, I've got Brewster, and I've got so many injuries in the fence now. Unless they start coming back, I might just have to attack the double game week with eleven like warriors players playing twice. Yeah, eleven warriors playing twice, but not. The fringes of my team playing twice and yeah. try and maybe see how I get there in game week. As I said, what was it? Twenty six is looking to be a double game week. So um, that made me feel a lot better that, that announcement because it was looking like this was going to be the big fucking bad wolf of the season in regards to blanks and doubles. And uh, with this, I'm going okay. Maybe, maybe uh, you know, holding off it is better. Is better. But on saying that, with the way the year has gone and all that stuff, you know. Who knows where we're going to be by sure. game week 26, 27. The season, I was saying this, the season could be cancelled by like, what, game week 30, or game week 21. Yeah, hopefully. It could be in lockdown. Be. London's going to shit. Postponed. Hopefully it doesn't yeah. fucking, it doesn't uh, come to that. But if it does, sure, you know, what, yeah. what. I've sent you the football. team I've just done up there if you want to stick it on the podcast page as well. If, if Ferry wants to have a look at it and just see what he thinks. But it was, it was. There wasn't too much talking into it. It's just first instincts. The main thing I had to think about was whether I wanted to put Leicester players in there. I don't trust any of their midfielders. James Madison could be a shout. You could throw in like a Ward Prowse or something there. I ignore them. You could throw in a Rafina. There's players there to choose from, but that's the one I immediately settled on. I went, yeah, that looks good because then you've got Rashford as well. He hasn't been playing amazing, but is capable of hauls. And uh, I like United's run from 19 onwards. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the one of the big talking points um, at the moment is... Manchester United, their recent upturn in form, uh, Champions League, exit be damned. And the fact that, what is it, if they win their game in hand, two points from top, this isn't something people were really saying, uh, you know, too loudly two months ago. And all of a sudden, they've kind of turned on the style. They hammered Leeds 6-2, I think it was, was it 6-1? 6-1 or 6-2? 
6-2. Dallas scored a screamer oh, yes, late on. Yeah. Uh, and didn't Rafina get two assists in that? Rafina looked good in that he game. He did. And he has looked good previously, but he's actually turned it into some points now. He has. And uh, no, you're right. Um, as you said, Rafinha got of the two assists and Dallas, which, which is a bit of a, a bit irritating because uh, there is people with Dallas and it's like, God damn it. It's two goals in two games. Two goals in two goals. In two yeah, games. yeah. Two different fucking goals because uh, this was a screamer. I think the other one was a, a back post. Uh, but to get five points in a game where they conceded six goals when all his fellow defenders like if you had ailing yeah. it's minus one my personal <laughs> gripe know? was Meslier only being one save off of the extra point I would have taken a two point return from a keeper who just conceded six goals but yeah you can see from from the looks of it there the likes of Martial picking up three assists this week what percentage is he 3.7% on Martial Fernandez doing what Fernandez does but He's up near the, you know, over the 40% own mark. So I think people are, they might have capped on to Bruno at this stage. I'm not too sure. But, um, wising up. It might be wising up. But two goals and assists for him, delighted, especially when you have the likes of Salah and Bruno and you're going, oh, did I make a balls of this? Nope, I didn't. Uh, nailed it. Um, and then Maxos delivering probably the best game of his career. Looked like a superstar. So good. So good. <laughs> Pick it up to three points Man, as well. I just want him to like keep play. I just want to watch that performance again. And they kind of after the game did a little. You could tell watching obviously, like you know, it was just quality. But he was just drifting past players and like the confidence was oozing out of him. Yeah, Martial with three assists as well. But like of all the players on the pitch with eight goals in the game, neither of the center forwards scored. No, um, Rashford coming out of this with nothing. Yeah. Which will be Bamford same. Bamford had chance. He put the ball in the net, but it was offside. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Bamford, I thought it was a bit like oh, you know, when United were four, was it four nil up? I was like, okay, well now I don't mind a Bamford brace. <laughs> I wouldn't mind a little cheeky Bamford goal. I was the same. I was like. I was like, you know, I got Bamford in my team. We're four and a lot. Let him get two. That's the curse. One. The curse of fantasy care. football is this you're like going, hey, in the grand scheme of things, as long as we come out of this with the three points, I don't give a fuck. But, um, I've heard of a dodgy two nil lead, but I've never heard of a dodgy four nil yeah. lead. So. I think you're going to see, goal is I think you're going to see a lot more people looking at the likes of Martial. I think, um, I don't know why, I, I, I mentioned it tonight, I'm looking at, you know, possibly, um, Shifting to him for the double game week, uh, just kind of getting in there, seeing what the, just I don't know, maybe it's because I've had that template a bit longer. I'm already looking at what the next template is, and I'm just wondering if perhaps Martial is the way out of that. And to get him in, it would be the sacrificial lamb. That again, something I think I'm seeing touted about. I don't necessarily agree with some of the stuff I read pre game week. 14 um regarding kdb in terms of like being past it and whatnot not past it but you know not being worth the money i still think uh you know he's the best player in the premier league but he out of the the fernandez kdb salah trio even the likes of son and kane you know with their fixtures turning now look like prime assets he would be the most yeah. likely to go and I know you're in a similar mind frame James you're kind of thinking maybe KDB out well Son just has to come into my team you know like not only Spurs like I've had Son so you think small KDB less than Son well Son was due to come into my team in my head for Grealish whose fixtures turn after in game week 16 actually when Son's fixtures turn for the better so like in game week 16 
Jack is playing Chelsea away, Jack. United away, and then Spurs at home. Okay, so those are three awful fixtures. I'll hold them for Crystal Palace at home this week, obviously. They just lost 7-0. I'm not going to transfer out somebody who's playing them. Um, you know, and then after that, it gets a bit better again. Those are three god-awful games coincided uh, coinciding with uh, Spurs, yeah. who have in those three games. But like getting back to KDB, like what's worrying me about it is that, like, why I'd be looking to get rid of KDB is the money and maybe attack someone else. Whereas when I look at the likes of Brighton, Crystal Palace, and West Brom in eighteen, nineteen, and twenty, I'm thinking, can I really, like, do I not expect him to to get a crazy haul in yeah. one of these matches? The eye test. I mean, I know Son is... But well, the eye I test, KDB's passed the eye test for me. You know, like, that's the thing. <laughs> like The eye test tells me that KDB looks knackered, but he's quality enough that he can still create chances and stuff like that. Like, even when... Remember, was it two game weeks ago? He could have had two or three goals. He smashed the bar there, and everything. said it there, like, two or three game weeks ago. Like, he could have come out with that with basically what Fernandez yeah. had this week. But the shot was a tired shot. It wasn't a clinical shot. The ball was pulled back to him. He just ran up the pitch. He smashed it off the bar. And he turned around afterwards like, oh, missed it. Ah, it didn't look like... And, like, literally he did nothing in... Um... Okay, not, not this game week. Like against, against West Brom, he should have had... To, he in... put the ball on the six-yard line for Sterling and uh, Gundogan, you know, twice in the last couple of minutes. So, I mean, again, another game week, he's coming out of that with uh, a couple of assists, you know? What was the game we capped it last week against West Brom? Yeah, West Brom. Yeah, sorry, I had the games all wrong. I was saying, thinking you had against West Brom. He actually, I thought, looked dreadful until the last ten minutes when they just went, "This isn't working. Let's get more attackers on the pitch and let's give it to De Bruyne in deep and just whip it in from deep into the box." And they created some good chances then, and only then, because before that he was playing kind of in a more advanced role. And he, yeah, he's getting forward, but he was he was drift he was in a more advanced role, but he was basically playing out left and out right more than anything else. He had very little touches. All his touches were one touch layoffs. He didn't seem to be trying to force the issue. He looks tired. And there's gonna be more congestion over Christmas. I don't think I want to sell him based on like that one performance, because one performance can be incorrect, you know? And we know how good he is. So I have to make a decision. Do I get Jack out for Sun, which I can afford to do? Or do I say, you know what? Jack is doing so well and he's priced so cheap. Maybe I just stick with him. He's their talisman. Get rid of KDB instead. But KDB, KDB has the fixtures, man. Yeah, That's I don't the know thing. Why you, how you're even talking about Grealish in the same sentence as KDB, if you ask me. Chelsea, Man United, Spurs, 16, 17, 18. Wouldn't be surprised if Grealish comes out of that with nothing. Um, and then even Crystal Palace this week. They're going to be looking to tighten it up after you said after conceding seven goals. I mean, what Grealish got two poxy assists this week. Um, like I didn't see the game, so all I know is he got a he got two assists. He got a he won a he won a penalty, and uh, I didn't see the second goal. But like you know yourself, I mean, look, it's not it's not it, poxy might seem and it probably is a little bitter, but like poxy in the sense that one is a penalty, and all of a sudden he's uh, you know minimal return turns into a bit of a haul and you're like ah for fuck's sake you know like a, a really late penalty and i mean if he had blanked this week that would be like what's his what's his uh, last few weeks been it's not been uh, overly productive yeah so it's been uh 10 3 2 10 yeah, so if, 
So, I mean, two and three, Wolves, I mean, Burnley. Yeah. Burnley was a big one. People were hoping for a lot. And, I mean, look, maybe yeah. I'm being too harsh. I'm just saying Crystal Palace are going to tighten up a little bit. And then they have Chelsea, well, Leiden, you... Spurs, and Everton, a resurgent Everton in the next See, four. If you, if you factor in game week, see, game week 11 isn't there. So, like, if you were to cap- figure out the last four game weeks, it's been 10-3-2 blank. Because that was, the, but that would have been a Newcastle game where I think he was primed for points. So look, I'm a still a little bit there. concerned about the Barkley being absent from the team. I think in regards to Grealish, that's what like I'm. I was watching the first fifty minutes. He's on his way back. He's almost. Oh ready. yeah, and when he is, then we'll ha- we'll have this conversation again. But if watching the match, he didn't look like as dangerous as he did four game weeks ago. Do you know that kind of way? Like where now, he was literally now like he's taking playing, hmm? but now he's playing where Barkley exactly. was playing. He's playing. Yeah. Yeah, so when Barkley's back, I think he definitely. I know I'm. I'm agreeing with you here. Uh, he looks more effective playing off the left and cutting in and attacking like that. Um, he just looks way more dangerous. So he is. Yeah, he's so good though that he's. You know, he's really good in that position, and you want to get him into the attacking central position, I guess, if you can. But stick him on the left. It's just he's better for fantasy points anyway. Whatever about yeah. Aston Villa's overall he's, performance. He's probably the player I love to hate the most at the moment in the Premier League um, not so much the FPL I think he's a great price and asset in FPL but um, I mean if I, if I had him in FPL I'd be fuming that he basically decides who takes penalties instead of taking the fucking penalty uh, I'm like come on to fuck now it's basically El Ghazi's on penalties and uh, unless he's on the pitch not on the pitch in which I assume Grealish will then take one Maybe when Barkley comes back, he'll hand him a fucking penalty. Do you know? Like, I would have been Give so Martinez. Oh. The day there's a penalty-taking goalkeeper in FBL, that's the day that uh, we know we finally jumped the shark. You know, it's like... That's why everyone's getting so excited about Ederson last season. Oh, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? I'd love... Could you say no to a, a penalty uh, taken? Straight minus eight. Yeah. Straight minus in eight. Team. In my team. Uh, oh, he keeps missing them. He keeps missing them. Imagine... <laughs> And then conceding two goals. Oh, this is the worst. This didn't work out like I thought it would at all. But uh, I hope we answered. We went off on a bit of a ten, a bit of a thing there. I don't know if I wrapped up FPL Fairy's question, but uh, that's wrapped, it's up, wrapped that's up. wrapped up. But yeah, so I mean, I'm a bit concerned. We've talked about KDB there. Um, we're both. I would say we're both wavering a bit at the moment, uh, and I think City's recent um, attacking prowess. It has given us much cause to do that. Another player that, I don't know, you jumped off a couple of weeks ago. I've held on firm and it's like, I'm, I'm not really complaining about it, but with the double game week coming up, DCL um doesn't have a, a double fixture. He's got an away match to Villa in game week 19. And anyone looking to, to attack those double fixtures are going to be... I don't know, like, DCL picked up five points, this, was it four points this week because of that bullshit fucking yellow card at the very end um, because he didn't see the fucking uh, linesman putting up the flag. Or Highlight, highlight of my week. Yeah, well, I didn't actually, it's only now that I'm actually starting to get annoyed about it. Uh, now that I'm saying four out loud, I'm like, motherfucker. But, uh, yeah, he got uh, four points. He's tipping away. What's he? He's got basically got... 12 returns in 14 matches. Am I right? I am. I'm right in saying that. No, he's got 15. He's got 11 goals, 4 assists. At least oh, fantasy right. returns. Yeah, I'm talking, this is a fantasy podcast, so everyone's talking fantasy here. 15 yeah. in 14 matches. So that's fucking insane. What do you do, James? Yeah. Do you just hold on to him? Do you think you shouldn't have held on to him? 
Are you should, uh, shouldn't let him go? Should I say? Well, no, I um, I I can't even remember the reason. Like this was like two or three weeks ago. It was either getting rid of him or Vardy. And the week I got rid of him, Vardy scored like 13 points. Yeah. So I made the right decision to get rid of him, I guess, at the time. Now, Vardy uh, then blanked the following week. What I should have just kept Vardy again this week. So, yeah, I was like, the plan was to get him back. And I don't know. He's got Man City in game week 16. I, I do see myself having him back in again in, in a couple of weeks' time, maybe. But um, yeah. just right now, yeah. I'm not too pushed that I last four points against... Arsenal. I was going to bring him in instead of Adams, but it did, it definitely meant then I couldn't get in um, Grealish for our son for Grealish and yeah. What did uh, Calvert-Lewin start the season at again? Was it seven? Yeah, he started seven. seven. See, like it's one of those ones where if you got on him early and you have a lot of value invested in him, that's when it becomes a tricky fucking question because I didn't. Yeah, I got on him about seven point five and I sold him at. I think I got like seven. I don't know what exactly I got. I got him seven point five, or maybe even was seven point four. But I sold him and I got back seven point seven. He's now down to seven point nine. So yeah, it'll. I'll have to spend point two more to get him. But it well, value me means nothing to you this year, Seamus. You're just throwing away value willy nilly. <laughs> That's your thing. I don't really give a shite. You um, fucking I'm give a shite when all of a sudden you're playing with like. Uh, I don't know, a four point five million defender when it could have been like a five point five million defender. But sure, that gives us something to talk about in the podcast during game week, you know, 25, yeah. you know? Well, that's fair enough. That is a good point. But uh, yeah, DCL is just something I wanted to bring up uh, and the KDB thing uh, in general, um, I think, is interesting. They're just thoughts I'm mulling over, you know, in my 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 strides towards FPL success. I think I'm going to win it this year. I think this is my year, Seamus. And you're not even talking about our mini league, are you? You're talking, talking about... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the sad thing. Yeah. <laughs> and the sad thing is that you know I'm right. You're like, you're worried. That's the that's the sad thing. You're like, that's that's Fuck. the sad thing. Yeah, it's like he might actually go and do it. But uh, we had another question this week from a uh, regular question asker. Uh, he must be approaching the record for all time questions in here. But Nuclear Adams at Adams Nuclear, he says, um, after Boxing Day. Now there's a correction right there. Ooh. It's Saint Stephen's Day. Boxing Day. Boxing Day. This is an Irish podcast, buddy. Uh, should I get Vardy and Suchek for Maris and Antonio? I mean, Mar- Vardy is still nicking in the goals despite the fixtures, and they both have a double game week. There you go, Seamus. Vardy, even fucking nuclear knows not to be getting rid of Vardy. But <laughs> any 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 chance to throw that in at you again? Um, yeah. And you weren't even the only one in our mini league that did this. There was a few who went uh, Vardy out. Um, but for hits, for hits, yeah. Uh, you know what? Scratch that. Oh, no. Nuclear's got an addendum here. He says, you know what? Scratch that. Suchik is there. Scratch Suchik. Is there anyone better than Suchik with having a higher attacking ceiling around that price point? Um, I've looked at that actually just today when I was kind of looking to drop down from KDB. As I said, I was contemplating dropping from KDB down to a cheap, cheapy cheap mid and then turning Brewster into a all-star forward because at least that way... Do you know, if I'm getting rid of KDB, I'm getting rid of, rid of KDB with a fixed uh, formation change. Do you know, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, a couple of the players I was looking at there, um, ones we've already kind of talked about, uh, the likes of Rafinha for Leeds. I think um, five point four at the moment. I know he's his transfers are on the way back, way up, but we've we touched on already two assists this week. He's only got uh, the goal, the one goal and the two assists all season, but he's been you know he's a new transfer. He didn't get his first 
game till game week eight, and uh, he's been racking up the ninety minutes. He's got one, two, three, four, four, five, five ninety minute matches in the last six game weeks, and uh, I think Leeds next two fixtures look awesome. Burnley at home, West Brom away, uh, the blank in eighteen, of course, but then they have a lovely game week nineteen double Brighton at home, Southampton at home. I'm really looking forward for that Leeds Southampton match. I think that's going to be. Um, that should be a fucking uh, humdinger, as good old JR would say. But yeah, so for me, that's one player that, that I saw today that I've kind of thought maybe if I was looking for someone in that Sushik-shaped hole. Anyone that stand out to you, Seamus? Yeah, to be honest, the Leeds fixtures are the ones that jump out the most, and Rafina, yeah. probably the one that I would have my hand the most. I mean, Klitsch, I mean, I've just looked at 6.0 and under, yeah. um, if you're looking at the same price bracket. So you're probably going up as far as... You know, five point five six million. Yeah, and uh, maybe you can make an argument for Klitsch, who's the penalty taker. And yeah, they've got some decent fixtures, and in two games, you're doubling your chance that maybe they get a penalty. They're so attacking. Everyone else around there is much of a muchness. I can't get behind like while Lookman has looked good for Fulham and things like that. I can't get behind him quite quite as much as I'd want to and their double game week fixtures at Chelsea and United I just don't like them yeah like they will try and play in the counter attack but no I think Fulham I, are I, like we've everyone's talked like we said last week it's all Su- Suchek don't don't think past Suchek go with Suchek and let's look at the first part of his question well, he's like he's or talking if... about the fixtures I think is he yeah after boxing uh, yeah so he was saying like Vardy and Suchek for Maris and Antonio um I like that move I think Vardy's better than Antonio um Mares. I'm not a Maris fan. I mean, they've got good fixtures, oh, yeah. but I just don't see. City Is he saying a whole should lot I get books. Vardy and Suchek for Maris and Antonio? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then that's just yes. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't. I was. I think I was overthinking that. Um, just because I was happening to look at cheap midfields yeah, today. Yeah. But no, that's just a yes. Uh, don't scratch Suchek nuclear. Um, he might be only. He might be five now, but like he's a 90-minute man. Get his head on the end of things. You don't have to play him every week. You don't feel bad when he blanks. Do you know? Like you ha- you can't play everyone. I think that's to me um, now. Nuclear is having a cracking see uh, cracking week. I think he's kind of doing pretty well um, at the moment. There he is there. Gotcha. 89 points this week. Um, so I can actually pull this up. There you go. Look at him. Look at that. 89 points this week. Um, so, you know, maybe uh, it far be it for us to tell you what to do with your team, good sir. But looking at it, this is something we said a couple of weeks ago. It's almost too strong to me. And uh, Suchik is exactly what that team needs. But we won't go into too long. Um, but we do appreciate the, the question, Nuclear. Um, Seamus, we're nearly... We're nearly done already. This is great. Uh, before we do take things home, what about the mini league? How's that looking? Um, I have it up here. Yeah, you're rising even more so. You're nearly in the top five right now. At the top, we have uh, Kane Corbley. He's still number one. Yeah. Is this updated uh, with, the game, with the 83 points? This is updated. This is updated. Yeah, he's on 83 points. Uh, Ken's Rogues FC, 83 points. Captain Salah. Uh, number two, Damien McCallion, former number one with Dunfanahy. There he is. Uh, 11. And uh, then you've got uh, Camarul Arafin, flying without wings, in number three, up two places. Andrew Eby, uh, FPL Renegades, Drew, and in fourth. And then you've got Paddy Pa, who's up, who got a great score of 97, 
And he is up at the teeth of Suarez up at the fifth. Then there's you in sixth that feel hangover. Yeah, I mean that's anyway, like we usually British. do the top five, but I think in this week, yeah, going up to six is almost exactly what you needed to do there. James. Yeah, I'll go down a small bit more if you don't mind, just because we've got a we've got a very high score here. So Devendra oh. Ray is dropped from third down to seventh. We live in Earth six one six. Tony Clark, Clarkies County is down in eighth. Then you've got Abel Grant with Game of Thrones, which is my old team name last season. Up from 16th place, up into the top 10 in ninth position with a game week score of 101. And I'm just going to do a quick double take. Double take. That makes, ooh, that does not make him the uh, the top scoring player in our league this year. This year? Unless, or this, sorry, not this year, oh. this game week. I got to double check this because points hits, we got to factor these guys in. Yeah, I'm afraid not. He is not the, Who the uh, fuck is that? MO. TW manager of the week goes to Danny Ryan, who was who's down second from bottom in our league. He's down in seventy first place, hundred and four points. Danny Ryan's Danny and the Dan's Fernandez captain Salah, Savage Fofana, Justin, that's a Firmino, yeah, Allison, he's everyone. So with one hundred and four points, Danny Ryan is this week's manager. <laughs> I love us. Okay, and then you've got. Uh, I'll just round off the top ten. I'm like, I am way. No one cares. Where am I? Every, I'm no down one in thirty-eight. Shit where you are, as far as they're concerned, yeah. you're dead to them now. Like yeah. the last couple of weeks from you is enough to have seen you hung, hung. Ten years ago, yeah. you'd have been. You're hung you're, you're you're propping up this pod, man. Oh, I'm told you, I'm going to win the thing, and that's going to make us famous. Because that's why we do this. We do this for the fame, the fame, and all the monies. Um, but mainly the fame. I mean, it's it's really. Going down to the shop, buying yeah. a sliced pan, getting recognized by yeah. your man behind the counter, gives you the wink, throws you an yeah. extra slice. <laughs> <laughs> How do you buy your slice pans, James? <laughs> you, live a, you live a simple life, but uh, an honest life, Joe. <laughs> an honest life, nonetheless. Uh, yeah, we're going to wrap it up there. Before I hand it over to you, Seamus, um, I am going to basically reference all of the <laughs> all of the stuff i've stolen uh for the podcast tonight uh, you saw ben Crellin's fixture list up there i do recommend checking that out the fixtures were from fancy football scouts uh you know all about that at this stage and um yeah i think that was all of the all of the information i stole seamus you've got further yeah the other information you need if you're going to follow us if you're going to be on twitter yeah we're at fpl hangover and i'm at fpl drunk follow us there uh, I've also included a screenshot of the uh, game week uh, 16 wildcard team that uh, FPL Ferry was talking about. Uh, if you want to follow Ben Krellen, he's at Ben Krellen, uh, double L-I-N. And uh, you can also just uh, follow us on YouTube. This is where if you're watching this, you'll see us on YouTube. Like, subscribe, rate, review the pod. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on all the good platforms. And you can also email us, fplhangover at gmail.com. Yeah, well, you forgot the most important thing, Seamus, and that's to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, no? But that's true. Yeah, I'm in my winter village here if you're watching us on YouTube. It is, you nearly forget it, it's Christmas. See, I have to work the whole way through Christmas. I have Christmas Day off, but this is like today and Christmas Day are my days off this week, so... Uh, I need to get more in Christmas spirit. I'm going to have a few more Christmas spirits actually here tonight and might help. What are you drinking? Bailey's is only a tenner and done, so I think I'm going to crack open a bottle of that now after this. I actually think it's only a tenner in the shop down the road from you. 
Um, that's where I picked it up. But that's they're overstocked because all the pubs were closed. Oh, there you go. Last year. That's the kind of info that we can give you. Cost Cheap price. cost price alcohol. What more do you want? But no, Seamus, you said it perfectly. And yeah, again, enjoy Christmas, guys. I'm not sure if we will be doing a pod before. Like, just I just don't know what way it's working. If we get a chance to do one in there with game week. Uh, after game week 15 um, after game week 16 should I say um, we're going to try squeeze one in but who gives a fuck you know it's Christmas make sure you're enjoying it um, it's not going to be as enjoyable as it is everywhere for a lot of people uh, so you know make the most of it while you can uh, stay safe and most importantly God bless Let it